Welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. Motivation and inspiration. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Today is January 16th, Martin Luther King Day. It is a Monday that yes, many of us may have off from work or school, but the reality is we should be focusing on the life lessons and the life of Dr. King. He was a man of faith. He was a man of advocacy. He was a man of leadership. And his name will continue to live on for generations and generations around the world. And if I had to choose one word to truly sum him up, for me personally, it would be change. And it's fitting that this week I started to read a book called Switch by Chris and Dan Heath. And that book is all about change. In fact, the title is Switch, how to change things when change is hard. How to change things when change is hard. And I started to think about that. What was Dr. King and all of his peers and his mentors and his family and his community and his church going through when they saw this change that so many people desperately wanted while so many people desperately did not want how do you bring about change when it gets hard how do you do that well when i started reading this book and i have to say if you listen to it on audio it's actually really good as well and what i like about these authors they jump right in and they share three stories at the very beginning of the book. And I want to share a little bit about those stories today. It is worth it to read the book yourselves to really get the specific details that they share. But the first example and story that they share is about a popcorn. And you may be wondering, well, what does that have to do with change? Trust me. Hold on. We'll get there. They talk about how they gave thousands of people five-day-old popcorn and gave some folks small bowls, medium, large, and you know those humongous bowls of popcorn that you get at the movie theaters. And he, they gave all of this to these people and they weighed them all. And as soon as folks left the theater, and by the way, they did not have to pay for it, they gave them this stale popcorn for free. Obviously, the patrons did not know that it was five-day-old popcorn. And when they came out, they weighed all of the buckets. And what they found in their research was that depending upon the size of the bucket, people ate more. The larger the bucket, the more people ate. And when they started to ask the participants, hey, why did you eat so much of this popcorn? They were oblivious. They had no idea that they ate so much of the popcorn. In fact, they had folks telling them, I know my body, I know when I'm full, I ate based off of my hunger level. But they found in their research that that was not true. Because the bowl was so large, people ate more. Even if the bowl was not tasty <laughs> and the popcorn was stale. The second example in story that they shared was one where they had a number of participants come to a lab and they were not able to eat for three hours. In that room, once they walked in, it smelled wonderful. In fact, the researchers just made fresh cookies, chocolate chip cookies, and they had chocolates, but then they also had a bowl of radishes. 
I don't know about you, I don't eat radishes. And they said to these folks, hey, half of you are going to eat the cookies and the other half, you're only going to have the radishes. Now mind you, they haven't eaten for the last three hours. And these people had to eat these radishes staring at a bowl of cookies. Okay, all participants passed with flying colors and none of the people who ate the radishes cheated and ate a cookie. Well then, they gave all these same folks another task. They had to draw out a image without picking up their pencil and it had to be perfect. Obviously, it was a task that was impossible. But what they found was that the individuals that were eating the radishes, they gave up in about eight or nine minutes. Whereas the people who were eating the cookies, they spent double the time trying to figure out this task. Now again, there are a few small nuances of this story that you're going to want to read the book to get, but that was the basic gist of it. They found that these people were just so tired because they were so frustrated with those radishes, they gave up on their task. That had nothing to do with eating the radishes. And the last story was this. They, I believe it was West Virginia or maybe Kentucky, where they realized they targeted this specific city and they did a marketing campaign. And they explained to the folks for about two weeks in a catchy way, it wasn't a boring ad, that basically was telling folks that, hey, if you cut back from whole milk to 2%, 1% or skim milk, that your family will be healthier. They're not saying join a big fancy, diet program or plan, they specifically were telling them, make one change. And in fact, they said something along the lines of that whole milk was equal to like five slices of bacon. But by sharing this information, they found, well, people started going to the store and changing what they were purchasing. They found that American families, they don't care what milk is in the fridge. If it's there, they're going to drink it. So it was just a simple change. So let's go back. In that first lesson with the popcorn, they learned that it wasn't the individual, it was the situation. The larger the bucket, the more they'd eat. Is there a situation in your life that you want to change, but here you are thinking that I'm the problem, that or this person is the problem, when in actuality, you may need to take a step back and look at the situation. Is there a person, place, or thing that you need to separate yourself from so you can achieve your goals? In the story of the radishes and the chocolate chip cookies, what they had found was that the folks who were eating the radishes had a ton of willpower and they fought and fought and fought to eat those radishes and not steal a cookie. But when those same people were given another task, they were tapped out. They didn't have any willpower left. It was as if their battery had drained. Do you find yourself starting off the day strong? And by the end of the day, you promised yourself you were going to eat healthy all day. And at the end of the day, you're sitting there with a bucket of ice cream and a spoon and you don't know how you got there. I know that's a funny little story. And I know that, you know, eating some ice cream at the end of the day is not going to change your life. But the reality is it's those small things that if we can start to recognize when we're getting burned out, 
when we're getting tired, when we're exhibiting all of this willpower and we just need a recharge, but we don't recharge ourselves and we go into another task and then we fail, are we able to recognize the correlations? And then in that third task, they found out it's not that these people didn't care about their health. It's not that these people didn't care about the health of their families. They just didn't have awareness. Is there a change that you want to make in your life, but you're just not sure how to make the change? That's powerful. It's our situations. We're getting burned out. And then we just don't have the awareness. And if we can increase one of those three things, just one of those three things, what could that mean for our success this week? So that leads me to our quote for this week. And of course, it's a quote from Dr. King and it goes as follows. Change does not roll in on the wheels of inevitability. Inevitability means that's just gonna happen. We just can't expect change to happen. So change does not roll in on the wheels of inevitability, but comes through continuous struggle. Change comes through continuous struggle. And this is the thing. I don't think anybody likes the word struggle. No one wants to think of struggle because it's been painted as this negative word, but a struggle can mean awareness. It doesn't always come easy. It's really looking at ourselves in the mirror and looking around us, looking at our situation, looking at the people that we are allowing into our lives and saying that should those people be there? Should we allow those people to be there in our inner circle, affecting our hopes, our dreams, and our aspirations? It's not always easy to find that time to educate ourselves. It's not always easy to find ways to recharge our batteries, to keep pressing forward when we come against a difficult situation. You know what I love about Mondays? It's a new week. It's a new week that we get to take the things that we learn and we get to use these quotes, we get to reflect on them, make a plan for our week and press forward. Yes, today is a holiday. Yes, today is Dr. Martin Luther King Day. But just like he pushed through change, just like he made people aware, just like he recognized that the situations had to change, just like he recognized that people got burned out and they got tired, he knew change wasn't going to just happen. It was gonna take struggle, sacrifice, time, and for him, it took his life. And for some of us, if we don't make some changes in our lives, we will sacrifice our lives. Oh, that's heavy, I know. But take this information, meditate on it, make this week count. Enjoy your day. Until next time, I'll see you soon.